0: with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Wabanaki, they are called collectively, comprising several native tribes known as the Micmacs, the Maliseets, the Passamaquoddies, and the Penobscots. They share a legendary figure named Glooscap. He is said to be variously a spirit, a medicine man, a sorcerer, a god, a trickster who can make men and women smile. In the myth Glooskap fights the water monster, Glooskap can do anything. He creates a village and teaches the people there everything they need to know. They are happy hunting and fishing. Men and women are happy making love. Children are happy playing. Parents cherish their children, and children respect their parents. All is well because Glooskap makes it so. In the village Glooskap creates, only one spring exists. And it is the only source of water far and wide. It always flows with pure, clear, cold water. But one day the spring runs dry, with only a little bit of slimy ooze issuing from it. It stays dry even in the fall when the rains come, and even in the spring when the snows melt. The people from the village decide to send one of their braves north to see what has happened to the spring. He walks for a long time until he comes to a place where the people are not like humans. They have webbed hands and feet. A brook nearby has some water in it, but not much. It is slimy, yellowish, and stinks. Thirsty from his long walk, the brave sent by his village asks the people with the webbed hands and feet for just a little clean water, but is told by them, We can't give you any water unless our chief permits it. You must ask him. He is directed to a farther location upstream, where he meets the big chief, a monster so large that he fills the whole valley from end to end. The monster tells the brave to go away or be swallowed up. The brave returns to his village, where everyone decides that Glooscap is their only hope. He knows everything that goes on in the world, even before it happens. He says, I must set things right, and exclaims, I'll have to get water for the people. Another version of this legend is called How the Bullfrog was Conquered. In a recent interview with Tom Bell of the Portland Sunday Telegram, Penobscot Nation tribal historian James Eric Francis Sr. alluded to the legend of a frog monster that once sat in a great river and blocked the movement of water, causing the people to get sick and die. Blue's smashed the frog with a tree and the tree was transformed into the Penobscot River and its branches into tributaries. That's how the Penobscot River was born, says Francis. Removing these frog monsters today, these dams, allows the river to become healthy again and the fish species to come back to reservation waters. This morning, in about another hour, the Penobscot River Restoration Trust will be hosting a celebration to commemorate the beginning of the historic removal of the Great Works Dam. The Penobscot River Restoration Project that the Trust is charged with implementing is an amazing collaboration of the Penobscot Indian Nation, Seven Conservation Groups, Hydropower companies PPL Corporation and Black Barrel Hydro, and state and federal agencies all working together to restore 11 species of sea-run fish to the Penobscot River while maintaining energy production. When I spoke a month ago to George Aponte-Clark, deputy director of the trust, he acquainted me with the project's national and regional historic importance. A look at a map of the Penobscot River watershed, which includes the east branch and west branch of the Penobscot River, the Matawamkeg River, the Piscataquis River, and the Kanduskeg Stream, among numerous other tributaries, Reveals an enormous drainage basin, and a view of the same map that has 113 dams indicated, 20 of them hydro generating and 93 non generating, makes one realize the colossal task ahead in restoring what was once the true greatness of the Penobscot River. Yet, as the Penobscot Nation tribal historian James Eric Francis Sr. optimistically implies, removing these frog monsters, these dams, is probably going to go just about on the same schedule Glooscap would have followed, one at a time. Stay tuned to a word in Edgewise for future updates on the Penobscot River Restoration Project. For more on O'Main, on the banks of the Penobscot River, have a great day. Done laid around, done stayed around, this old town too long. Summer's almost gone. Winter's-